Hello from Los Angeles and welcome to this week's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. I'm your host, Michael Benner. Thanks a lot for tuning in. We are a podcast and a premium training. The first 20 minutes is podcast freely around the world. The balance of the program that goes to about an hour and a half is available for premium listeners. And let me also say at the top of this week's program that to both our podcast and premium listeners, I really appreciate your patience while we're working on the book. We've slowed down and obviously are not doing these every week as we had been for five or six years. We were doing 50 to 52 of these every year, knocking them out for a long time. It was a live webinar on Sunday morning, which was podcast a few days later. Well, as a result of an emotional intelligence training that I began to do for the Orange County Sheriff's Department, I've developed that into a book called Fearless Intelligence. I'm working on it, and while it's fun, it's difficult. It's a lot of work to write a book, well, to do it well anyway. And so it's taking up a lot of my time, and I just want to thank you for your patience and your understanding, and in particular to the people who are premium listeners and who've paid for these programs, the extended programs, the full and complete version. You will still get the same number. It's just going to be played out over a little longer period of time. I'm aware of the fact that you paid for a 13-week quarter or maybe you paid for a full year. Well, those are going to be extended so that you still get the same number of programs, even though they're going to be spaced out a little bit. So I want to thank you for your understanding and your patience in that regard. Another item of business real quickly, I want to invite you, I haven't mentioned this in months, to our social net, which we have on the Internet, ad-free, free to join, free to use, a social net for people like you and me who are really interested in personal and spiritual development. We have just over 400 members from 22 nations around the world. It's called the Ageless Wisdom Social Net. It features discussion threads, a blog, live chat, the coolest video and JPEG galleries you've ever seen. And if you just consider the fact that the only people there are women and men like you who share this interest in being the best that they can be, who are in some cases religious, but in most cases fall into that category of spiritual but not religious, or they embrace and respect all of the religions of the world in a comparative sense and are aware of the longing in our heart that connects us to each other, indeed, to all things. And I'm sure you're going to love it, so why don't you come on by and enroll? The website is very similar to our primary website, the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. That's where you go to read free articles. That's where you go to enroll in the premium audio training, the extended version of this program. And if you add the letters N, like Nancy, I-N-G, before the .com, you'll get the social net. So it would be the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. 
theagelesswisdom.ning.com. Sign up and sign in and see what we're talking about. One of the great things is that you can send messages via email to everybody in the social net based on their particular interests that you can search, and yet your email address is protected. So when they respond, you get a response through the social net. And that way you're able to email people you don't know without exposing your private email address. No spam. And wait till you see the video gallery. I just think it's too cool. So theagelesswisdom.ning.com for the social net. And podcast listeners, when you're ready to upgrade to the premium audio version of this program, whether for a single class, a 13-week quarter, or a full year, go to theagelesswisdom.com. Remember the T-H-E, the W's dot, the agelesswisdom.com. Our lesson this week is one of the more difficult of all personal and spiritual development lessons because it's about refusing to hate. There's a line in Bob Dylan's It's All Right Ma where he says something about, they say you shouldn't hate nothing but hatred. I don't know where Bob picked that up, but I really think he's wrong. If he's endorsing that, (laughs) not just spreading gossip, you can't hate even hatred. And I know a lot of really good people that would say, well, I don't hate anything except people who hate. Or I don't even hate people who hate. I just hate the hatred. But what a conundrum. What a paradox. It's like Lao Tzu said in the Tao Te Ching, all truth is revealed through paradox. Well, this is a real conundrum we've got here. What do we do when we find ourselves hating hate? Well, you've got to break it down. We've got to understand that hatred is rooted in ignorance and fear. So, first of all is the fear, right? That's at the root of all negative emotions. Anything that hurts or frustrates or irritates, angers, upsets you, disturbs you in any way is rooted in fear. What is fear? Fear is a feeling or set of feelings that indicate what you do not understand, whether dangerous or not. If you haven't figured this one out, pay particular attention to this point. Fear is not about danger, real or imagined, present or apparent. Fear is what you don't know about something, whether it's dangerous or not. If you're in the presence of something that's obviously dangerous and that frightens you, be clear. Your fear reflects what you do not know about that clear and present danger. And yet if you reflect further, you'll realize that 98% or more of what you're afraid of, what stresses you out, what makes you anxious, nervous, and apprehensive, it's what you don't understand. People will say to you, what are you worried about? I don't understand. Why are you so afraid? And you have to admit, well, frankly, I don't know. And that's the point. That's what fear is. Fear is ignorance, confusion, a failure to apprehend or understand. It's a lack of awareness. And so the antidote is to understand, to be aware, to be conscious, right? But 
In the absence of that, what fear and ignorance does is nurture negative feelings, and that can and often does include anger and hatred. This is one of the three poisons, so-called, in Buddhist philosophy. It's called dosa in the ancient Pali language. It's a mental poison. Greed, avarice, desire is one of the poisons. Another of the poisons is dosa, which is anger or hatred or aversion. And the third poison is really at the root of the first two, and that's simply ignorance. And these poisons do exactly what poison does. They make you sick and eventually destroy your life. So they are to be avoided, even if you feel somehow that you're able to rationalize your hate because the only thing you hate is hatred, and the only people you hate are the haters. Well, Buddha said about anger, and this includes hatred, that to respond in this way is like trying to hurt someone by picking up a burning coal to throw at them. Your intention is to burn them with the coal, but you picked it up. You're the one who gets burned. And even the most basic understanding of karma, or what Christ called, you reap what you sow, ought to reveal, and we see this in the golden rule as well, that if we don't treat people the way we want to be treated, we're going to get treated the way we treat other people. So it's all going to come back on us. And in that regard, I thought I would share just a couple of paragraphs from a sermon by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. In 1957 in Montgomery, Alabama, and He says, and this is a direct quote from Dr. King, we usually think of what hate does for the individual hated, as if they've been targeted, right? Those are my quotes there, as if they've been targeted. Dr. King says, we usually think of what hate does for the individual hated or the individuals or the groups hated, but it's even more tragic and more ruinous and more injurious to the individual who hates. You just begin hating somebody, and you'll begin to do irrational things. Close quote. So what a great reason not to hate. Have you considered that hatred makes you angry, and anger makes you hate more, because both are rooted in fear and ignorance? And that's going to make you do dumb stuff. You're going to say things you later regret. You're going to do things that you're later going to regret and wish you hadn't said or done. So we need to learn to manage, to be aware of and then manage these negative feelings, to see them on the horizon as if coming toward us slowly a mile away and learn from them before they get big and begin to overwhelm us. Continuing with Dr. King's sermon, he says, you can't see straight when you hate. You can't walk straight when you hate. You can't even stand upright. Your vision is distorted. There's nothing more tragic than to see an individual whose heart is filled with hate. He comes to the point that he becomes a pathological case. For the person who hates 
You can stand up and see a person, and that person can be beautiful, and you will call them ugly. And for the person who hates, the beautiful becomes ugly, and the ugly becomes beautiful. For the person who hates, the good becomes bad, and the bad becomes good. For the person who hates, the true becomes false, and the false becomes true. That's what hate does. You can't see right. The symbol of objectivity is lost. Hate destroys the very structure of your personality, of the hater. You see? So he's saying the same thing that Christ said and Buddha said, and hopefully all wisdom teachers say, that even if you think you have limited your hate to those who hate, or beyond that, Believe somehow you've rationalized in your own mind that your hate is limited only to hatred. And you're really not a hater. The only thing you hate is hatred itself. Recognize the absurdity of that. It's merely a rationalization. It's not rational. It's irrational. It's a rationalization. I think it was Mark Twain that said human beings are often less rational than they are rationalizing or rationalizers, (laughs) which means we have a feeling and then we just sort of make up a story to defend it later, even if it's not very logical at all. So what are we going to do instead? Well, the antidote, of course, is not to be afraid and not to be ignorant. The antidote is awareness and understanding. All right, Michael, what is it we need to understand when we find ourselves being frustrated, irritated, angered, upset, frightened, that's the bottom line, frightened by other people's hate? When you see racism and sexism and homophobia and bigotry against old people or people who are developmentally disabled or whatever it may be, And the news is certainly full of bigotry. You don't have to look far to encounter it. And I'm sure we all know people who are bigots and, you know, quick to hate and jump on that whole bandwagon. What are you going to do? Well, I think what you have to do is take it apart. If it angers you or if it brings up hate in you, understand that it's revealing something you don't understand And at the center of all things you don't understand, beyond what you don't understand about the world around you, is what you do not understand about yourself. Know that something in you is being touched. Something undeveloped, unaware, something ignorant that is causing you to react in this way but also something good and wonderful in your conscience that says, yes, this angers me, but it's because it's wrong. And so recognize that you're being touched on the light and the dark sides of yourself. And you want to assert the light and appropriate the darkness, assert the understanding and appropriate the misunderstanding, the distortion Dr. King was talking about, the irrational part of you that is simply afraid, like a child having a bad dream. 
Recognize that if it's frightening you, there's something about this you don't understand. At the center of what you don't understand is yourself. And seek to understand yourself better. And forgive yourself for not having understood this earlier. That will create a path for you to then be able to forgive the person that's expressing the hate through metta, which is loving kindness and compassion. First, you have to understand yourself to forgive yourself so that you'll be able to empathize, understand others, and forgive them. And what does forgiveness look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? It feels like a quality of awareness or understanding that allows you to let go. Here's an example. Close your eyes. Find a comfortable position if this is a good time for you. Sit back, shoulders back, chin up. Take a few slow, deep breaths, inhaling ideally through the nose and exhaling through the nose or the mouth, fully and deeply, nice, slow, even breaths. As you create and sense a feeling of deep relaxation, from head to toe, throughout your body, create and sense a feeling of letting go. And allow to occur to you someone who has angered you, who has upset you. Maybe they hate you and have stimulated somehow some hatred in you. Maybe you would call it envy or jealousy, and you don't feel envious or jealous of them, but nevertheless, you feel some irritation, some frustration, maybe some humiliation. Feel it in your body. Move your awareness into the place in your body that feels that tension, that emotional upset, that hurt, that anxiety and angst. And take another slow, deep breath, pulling in strength and power as you inhale. Hold for a moment as you peak, and as you exhale slowly, Send that breath right into that hurt, the fear, the anger, and the hatred. Breathe it away and feel yourself letting go. Call that letting go, I forgive myself for getting sucked into this negativity. And in so doing, I forgive the other person. For I clearly perceive they're upset at me. And I recognize that through the eyes of metta, loving kindness and compassion. I understand their hatred and their bigotry as a manifestation of their confusion and their fear. For they 
know not what they do. They don't recognize themselves. And so we will love our enemies. We will resist not evil and turn the other cheek as you feel the letting go and forgive them their hatred, their bigotry, that they might see what you are recognizing now and you're letting go. And then inhale. And exhaling now. Open your eyes wide awake and alert back in the room, feeling fine, better than before. A nice little exercise in forgiveness and releasing the negativity, the confusion, the doubt, the worry, the fear, and the hatred. Thanks a lot for that. We're going to let the podcast people go at this point. Subscribers to the premium training, stay with us and we will continue. Thanks a lot for being with us. And as always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long from Los Angeles.